1: Oh, there's a phrase out there that has gained popularity in popular culture. The phrase is, we're coming in hot. Coming in hot. I think that means that uh, we are dressed and ready for battle right from the get-go. There'll be no warm-up. Well, when it comes to coming in hot, nothing comes in hotter these days than the inflation numbers. As they came out this morning, and they came in hot. Hotter than anticipated hotter than the Biden administration certainly wants to see them not that they'll own them not that they will acknowledge that things are bad I know they have a remarkable ability to put a bunch of lipstick on a very ugly pig which we will share with you momentarily but first we have to share with you the very sad news but sadly not surprising news that overnight another young person in Columbus was shot and killed. Uh, This time it was a 13-year-old boy. Hilltop neighborhood yesterday, around a quarter to six. uh, They found, police did, Sinze Reed shot in the street. He was taken to Doctors West, and he died around 6.30 p.m. At about the same time, in fact, at exactly the same time, at Franklin Park Conservatory, the family and friends of lovely Kendricks uh, were holding a vigil for her after her shooting death in the middle of the afternoon outside another Columbus City Park, and there has been a, a charge issued, but no arrest made because police are looking for uh, the person, 18-year-old. Roshan Allen, who is wanted and accused of shooting Lovely Kendricks to death on Monday afternoon. Uh, Roshan Adkins is not in custody. Police are searching for him. And he was already wanted on charges of robbery and theft out of Pickaway County. And not surprisingly, he also faces a weapons charge. Uh, elsewhere in youth crime and violence in the city of Columbus. Uh, we told you that there was a double murder on Tuesday. Two men shot. I think one was in their 20s, one was in their 30s. Um, we now have an arrest. In that case, uh, 19-year-old Omarian King has been arrested in conjunction with that. Um, I don't know if Omarion will be able to get the same room that he had, uh, but he was let out of jail on October 1st. So he managed to not get arrested for 10 whole days before he murdered two people or is accused of murdering two people. He was in prison for pleading guilty to two counts of robbery in 2020 at which time he was sentenced to three to four and a half years in prison. So let's see. Let's do the math. He's 19 in 2022. So he would have been sentenced to prison when he was 17. He was given credit for the year and a half he had already served while awaiting trial. So it is... Possible he was not let out early, although being sentenced to prison in 2020 and being let out in 2022 is only two years. He'd served a year and a half, so I guess he certainly wasn't going to serve a day longer than the three years in prison that he was supposed to serve. And because he was not held to the strictest standard of punishment for his previous crimes, uh, Omarion King is now accused of ending two lives. And I presume he will be in prison for a nice long time this time. We will have more on crime in Columbus because it is a bottomless well of sadness that we have to pull from. But I wanted to play for you fresh audio from this morning. The Inflation Reduction Act uh, is not going to reduce inflation. It's very clear to me from listening to representatives of the Biden administration that they are committed to continuing to do what they have done, more of the same that's not working will continue to be a part of yours and my life at least for the next two years unless it can in any way, shape, or form be delayed, uh, diminished... But I don't believe it can be fully stopped because as long as we allow our president to rule by executive order, and I hate it when a Republican does it, and I hate it when a Democrat does it, but we have allowed it. And it is still an alternative that Joe Biden is going to have, even if Republicans gain control of both the House and Senate. In the November 8th midterm elections. And it is not at all a done deal, sealed outcome that the Republicans will win the Senate. We'll talk with Matt Mayer of Opportunity Ohio about that at 12.05 today. But the inflation numbers, as I said, came in hot. Uh, They were expected to be uh, a 0.2% increase from... September from uh, August to September they were instead twice that they were 0.4%. Keep in mind this is when gas has gone down. Everything's delayed in these numbers. We're getting September numbers now. We're in the middle of October or close. The annual inflation rate, so prices have increased from September of 2021 to September of 2022. By 8.2%. They were expected to be 8.1%. Say, well, it's not much of a difference. No, it's a giant difference in terms of how it's viewed by those who are deeply invested in our economy, those who have stocks. That's you, that's me. If you have a 401k, if you have an IRA, we are all invested in stocks, which is a way to be invested in the American economy. Stock market hated. This report today, it was down 1.4 percent by 10 a.m. The S&P 500, the Dow Jones was down 1 percent. The Nasdaq was down 2 percent. Stocks have already lost a quarter of their value this year on fears that the Biden administration does not know how to fix or more accurately does not care about fixing inflation. Very interesting conversation this morning between Bill Hemmer and Dana Perino of Fox News and Jared Bernstein. Jared Bernstein is an economist. He is one of the guys that sits at the Big Oak table with Joe Biden when they formulate domestic economic policy. And Bill Hemmer, talking with Jared Bernstein, tried to set the scene that, hey, these numbers are hotter than expected. Gas prices are climbing because the Saudis have Cut back on OPEC's uh, production of oil by 2 million barrels per day. We haven't even seen the effect of gas prices yet, and that was the biggest chunk of the inflation rate when it started to creep over 8%. And if you think, A, the Biden administration and its economic advisors have a clue, or B, if you think they really genuinely care about being honest with you, and more importantly, honest with themselves, because As any addict will tell you, you can't make a change in your life until you are honest with yourself about the problem. Listen to how Jared Bernstein explains that, uh, no, no, Bill Hemmer. The news is actually very, very good. Whether it's energy or whether it's medical costs... People Let's talk feel about this both in their lives. Yes, please, go. Totally agree with you.
2: People feel these in their lives. It's, a, it's an important point, Bill, one, one that we should never lose. Uh, and we don't. Uh, uh, this is where... President, you know, these were table, kitchen table issues for him in, 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 when he grew up. And so let's talk about both of those. When it comes to energy, it's still the case that the price of gas is down about a dollar ten cents from its peak. Actually fell a penny today, by the way. Ah. Uh, and, and and that's important because it relates to uh, the release of 180 million barrels from the strategic Reserve. But it Reserve. used to be reason, so much lower. But hold on, Bill. Hold, hold on. Let me finish.
1: It used to be so much lower, Jared Bernstein. Who explains to us that these were kitchen table issues for Joe Biden when he grew up uh, on the prairie next to the Ingalls family during the Little House on the Prairie days? They want you to know that everything is phenomenal with gas at four dollars a gallon in Columbus. Sure, it was at two thirty nine when Biden took office nationally, two thirty nine, but it's a dollar 10 lower than it was at its peak when it was $5 so see uh your life stinks but it doesn't stink as bad as we once made it stink that's the great news mr and mrs america he goes on to tout other things the biden administration has done to make your life better And you will hear what those things are. And then we'll present you with uh, an alternative view, uh, which is also known as the truth. Because the numbers don't lie, but the Biden administration certainly does. Yeah, the inflation numbers are out. They're not good. They're higher than expected. So there's a consistency to the Biden administration's ineptitude. I don't know if Joe Biden will tell us like he did two months ago that inflation was 0% last month. (laughs) Oh, they like to bend the numbers to their advantage. And there's a lot of different ways you can be offended by that, infuriated by that. for me... uh, One of the ways that a lot of people overlook that that I focus on is I don't like it when people assume that I'm stupid enough to believe their lies, that I'm incapable of applying my own everyday life experiences to issues like inflation, the border, even as far as the Ukraine-Russian war. We're going to talk about how everything's connected to everything. And how Biden policies on energy lead to problems, of course, at the pump for us, but also if the Russian-Ukraine war spins horribly out of control and results in the use of nuclear weapons, that all goes back to our failures in Afghanistan, because... Vladimir Putin was emboldened by our feckless withdrawal from Afghanistan and also go back to the fact that we don't have our same robust standing on the international stage because we've willingly given up our independence when it comes to the production of domestic energy. But let's go back for the moment to the immediate concern, which is inflation And the explanation we got out of the White House today is that, uh, yeah, inflation is higher than we expected. And yeah, it's at a 40-year high. And yeah, food is up 13% year over year. And yeah, rent is up 7% year over year. And yeah, the Fed has already raised rates uh, three quarters of a basis point for three consecutive months, which is a record because it was also a record when they did it two consecutive months. And it'll be a record a couple of days before the midterm when they do it. For the fourth consecutive month and now with the report today there's an expectation that it will happen for a fifth consecutive month which means it'll be more expensive for you to borrow money to buy a car if in fact you can find a car because of supply chain issues it'll be more expensive for you to buy a house if in fact you can afford to buy a house because your monthly payment is going to be hundreds of dollars more because your mortgage rate is now twice what it would have been under donald trump's presidency Sure, 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 but everything is really great because let uh, Jared Bernstein explain to you during his conversation with Bill Hemmer and Dana Perino why things are so great, starting with the fact that he's already said gas prices are a dollar ten per gallon less, less, than they were when they were at an all-time high, which was our fault, but let's not talk about that.
2: We have to continue to press on that. You've heard the president talk very much in this spirit. He's pointed out that the gap between wholesale and retail prices is historically high, and he's calling on American uh, energy companies, who, by the way, are highly productive right now. We're soon going to hit uh, the most productive uh, uh, production of oil in 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 America's history. So he's he's told these companies they need to uh, share some of those margins, give people a little breathing room at the pump. I think that's a fair call from this president.
1: can wonder is, you know, we started out whether or not there's going to be a pivot on policy, and we're going to find out on November 9th that that's
0: the case because you may be pushed into it based yeah, on the Yeah, well, you know, the is, problem uh, we, we is, let me go, just say one other thing. I know we have
2: to go, but the problem is, look at which way that pivot goes. You know, if the Republicans want to take down the Re- Inflation Reduction Act, that's an increase in health care costs. That's mm. an increase in clean energy costs. Mm. So let's watch that pivot, the policy implications okay. therein.
1: So they're trying to talk sense into him. They clearly lose their patience with his pontificating about gas prices. That's why they're butting in on him. And then Hemmer says, well, you know, the midterms are coming, and you want to double down on stupid, you might pay a cost for it. And Jared Bernstein's like, yeah, we might pay a cost for it, but let's look at that cost. And he reveals what a true believer he is. Oh, he's a true believer on green energy, man. Did you hear? It might increase our clean energy costs. How concerned are you when you're filling up your gas tank and it's, if you have a big SUV, $100 a fill-up? How concerned are you with, you know, I'm paying $100 a fill-up and I used to pay 60 But thank goodness, 10 years from now, there'll be plenty of wind and solar power. Thank goodness I'm willing to pay that extra. I mean, maybe you think of that. I don't think of that. But the other most insidious thing that Jared Bernstein did was say, well, you know, hey, if you want to get those gas prices down, that's going to toy with our historic reduction in prescription drug costs for seniors. Let's take a look at those, shall we? I'm looking at a story From CNBC News. I said CNBC. NBC, ladies and gentlemen. CNBC is a part of NBC. Is NBC in the business of making the Biden administration look bad? I don't think so. There are also owners, besides of CNBC, of MSNBC. They like the Biden administration. They do everything they can to make the Biden administration look good. So after the Inflation Reduction Act passed, there's a story here from CNBC Passage of Inflation Reduction Act gives Medicare historic new powers over drug prices. Okay, man, this has got to be a story Jared Bernstein would love. Friday, August the 12th. Except I read halfway down into it. And it says that under the Inflation Reduction Act, the Health and Human Services Department can negotiate prices for some of the most expensive drugs covered under Medicare Part B and Medicare Part D. If you're not in either one of those, this doesn't apply to you. For the ten uh, the ten most prevalent drugs in Medicare Part D, price reductions would take effect in 2026. For Part D, the top fifteen drugs' prices will take effect in 2027. Other price drops can take effect in 2028, and then for the final twenty drugs on the list, price reductions will take effect in. Twenty twenty nine. Oh, baby. Twenty twenty six. Did the same person who negotiated this negotiate the uh, air conditioning in the uh, Columbus City schools? Were they going to make the kids wait till twenty twenty six? But the teachers are like, got to give them the schools they deserve. You seniors, you're getting the price reductions you deserve. And all you have to do is wait four more years. Just wait four more years. Just be patient. The Biden administration taking care of you. They got your back with a knife between your shoulder blades.